so that we Great, can sounds like you're good. Let's go. Three, four. Two friends get together so that we can try things. <laughs> you're invited to this podcast so that you can try things. Now we will stop singing so that we can all now try this. All right, guys, welcome to another jam-packed episode of Now Try This, where your boys, uh, Nick and Marcus, get together to try things, and you're invited to try those things. I'm Marcus. No, no, no. This Did is I about, come in at the right time? No, this is about me. Hold on. Wait, hold on. Did, this is wait, my intro. Okay, okay. give no. me a signal when I have to come in. And I'm Marcus. Was that the right time? <laughs> Did I do it right that time? Yeah, it was perfect. Uh, now you do the intro. The whole song? Two friends get together. Oh, acapella. Two friends get together. Everyone just turned off their iPod. Yeah, Everybody just turned it off. That's okay. Guys, we are back here for another... I already said that. We're here. This is uh, Marcus. What's going on with you? <laughs> um, you know, suffering from crippling depression uh-huh. and just massive diarrhea all the time. You know, honestly. our friend posted the other day. He's like, honestly, I don't know anybody that's not suffering from depression in the city. And all Did I thought, post it. Yeah, that sounds like exactly. I didn't yeah. even like he know. Did, he did. Yeah, he would do post so it. Funny. And all I could think was, shut up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Stop looking for attention. Everyone knows everyone's depressed. You're not a fucking <laughs> savant over here with philosophical like revelations like yeah. that are jam that get to blow people's mind. Oh my god, everyone's depressed. You're so right. I know. Fucking, I hate that shit so much. I hate that but so it's also, much. It's also like not to get into a whole thing about depression. We have no. no you brought say. it up. You brought it. We up. have no say in like the the field of depression or psychology or anything. Oh. But it's a spectrum, and like yes. it, it varies for different people. Some people Some have people it a just lot, have bad days. Does it get them out of day? Bad day doesn't mean you have depression. Well, it like, doesn't. It does for a millennial. <laughs> That's true. I've taken just, a stance. I like, just shed on millennials. You shed on millennials so hard, even though we are millennials. And it's that's like, probably uh, all our listeners. For millennials, a bad day equals Oh, depression. if you are not a millennial and listen to the podcast, please tweet at us at now try this cast <laughs> because I don't believe you exist. If anyone over the age of 40 listens to us, yeah. not talk about anything for an hour. My and mom does. She does not. My mom listens sometimes. She'll tweet, text me about the podcast. Wait, really? Yeah. I mean, usually it's about old episodes. So like, who knows when she'll get to this one. But That's weird. That's yeah, cool. That's actually kind of cool. sweet. Yeah. Oh, go Marcus's mom. Yeah. She got one in the good cow. Shout out. Yeah, shout <laughs> out. No, my mom doesn't fucking listen. Yo, you know what my mom fucking did? What? I don't know. I think I mentioned it. She, I didn't mention it on the podcast. I oh, mentioned you did it mention it. Yes. Yeah, she fucking me. got in. Okay. So <laughs> I didn't know how to say something in Spanish. So I texted her, said, Hey, is my pronunciation wrong? Or is it a Puerto Rican way of saying? Cause you know how yeah, different kinds of thing, Hispanic have different thing, yeah, kinds yeah. of ways to say things. And I think I was saying six, uh, the right way. Uh, but everyone at work was saying, I'm saying it the wrong way, but everyone at work is Mexican. So I was like, mm-hmm. is it just a dialect thing or am I an idiot? And she was like, oh, blah, blah, blah. No, it sounds like you're saying it right. Oh, by the way, Brian finally proposed. Ha, ha, ha. What? You don't. First of all, that isn't an, an oh, by the way. Yeah. And oh, by the way, isn't. Oh, by the way, got engaged. No, I'm your fucking only son. <laughs> I was the man of the house for like 16 years. You call me and you let me know. You let me know, hey, Nick, guess what? Just got engaged the day of. I don't have to be called immediately after, but by the time the day winds down, I should have gotten a call. 
I was so upset. I don't know if it's a Hispanic thing or just like a, a thing, but like my family does this shit all the time too. Like I don't find out things until way after the fact. Like yeah, we Hispanics go, are really big out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, I would go to my sister in laws. Oh no, so my sister's in laws in laws place, <laughs> and um, uh, and there was just a guy there who's all the time, and he would like tell he would talk about my brother Matthew, and he was like weird. I was like, who is this guy? <laughs> and he would t- tell Matthew, my brother, um, how hot he is not hot but he'd be like man you look real good you look real good not no homo but you look real good oh he said no homo to make sure yeah, you knew he, he was no gay homo right make sure that's what you have to do i mean if you don't do that, that everyone yes. knows it's you're like no homo you are a homosexual unless you say no yes, homo exactly right um and so he said that and he was like you should be an underwear model you should be an underwear model like <laughs> that's so specific time, that's so specific not just a model yo right? you hot Yo, you what? You gotta wear those undies, though. That means he's picturing my brother. Yo, Calvin Klein. He's picturing my younger brother, Tommy Bahama, in underwear, and it's so uh, fucking weird. And so this guy, wait, who is this guy? So then I was like, who is this guy? It turns out he's my sister's uh, father-in-law's son from another marriage. So and, her brother-in-law? Yes, her brother-in-law, but half brother-in-law or something. Um, so then I was like, okay, there's no half brothers and sisters in Puerto Rican it's families. Like, you know that's true. There's this brother. There's, there's no half because they're all half. They're right. all. Half, but also, he's all like, my siblings are half. But he's like from another. He's I don't know what, but he hasn't been around for a while, so I didn't know who he, who he was. He hasn't Turns been out he just got out of prison. Oh, right. from, for murder. Shh. And so. <laughs> I feel like I knew all of that story. You did. Except that last part. <laughs> you did. I didn't. And so. Murder? Murder. And so this guy who I see. Not like murder. Just murder. murder. This guy who I see every holiday. Holy like Thanksgiving, shit, Christmas. All that the is time, in love with your go to my brother's sister, butt. That is in love with my brother's butt and wants to see him in his underwear. Holy is shit. a fucking murderer. It's crazy. How long was he in jail? I don't want to know any more information. Never mind. Never mind. I don't want to know. Talk about it That's, anymore. That is all um, the info. I got you know, the anecdote. And it's just so we're not sued. You, uh, you know, hypothetical maybe didn't happen. Oh, no slander. It's only fucking happened, though. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, guys. So this is not try this. We try things that uh, we suggest to each other we've never tried. We are best friends that realize that there's tons of things that we haven't seen and we wanted to share those things. So we started this podcast. Uh, you guys have been uh, fortunate enough to leave us reviews uh, saying whether you have or have not liked the podcast. You can leave those reviews on iTunes. It actually helps us up a super amount because people are way more likely to click a podcast that has a ton of reviews as opposed to ones that don't. It's true. So it's like... I don't listen to podcasts with less than five reviews. I, that's 100% true. Right? I never like, do. Even, even if it's not on purpose. Like, I'll, I'll do it if it's a friend's thing. Yeah. But most of the time... You also just shout on all your friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> None of my friends have more than five reviews. <laughs> um, but the uh, but the point is it helps us so much and we love reading them. I read them ahead of time. Sometimes Marcus never does because he doesn't have a fucking iPhone because he's not he's a fucking hipster I got an over iPad here. now. Oh, yeah. You just read the whole premise of the show. You can't. I broke. Don't them. look at the reviews. The reviews my job. I don't look don't at the reviews. Take this away from me, Marcus. Don't, <laughs> don't take this away. I don't look at the reviews until we come on the podcast and you read. Well, them to we me. were on a little bit of a hiatus. Uh, we we just came back. We recorded the last episode. Now recording this one. Uh, we've gotten two reviews since then. Let me let me let me read them to you. Okay. This one comes from Ruzi. And it's called Buckets of Fun. Ooh. I just listened to three so far, and this podcast is a win. Not sure if I want to hear about stuff I haven't tried myself, but I probably will. Nick and Marcus are super funny friends. Marcus, we're not just funny. We're We're super super funny. funny. Oh, shit. How does that make you feel? That made me feel warm and fuzzy. Isn't that, guys? That's so nice. Yeah. Guys, 
I, we're not being facetious when we say we read this stuff and it's like, whoa, I feel so good about myself. Yeah. I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry. Okay. <clears throat> and then there's this review. I don't know. There's a lot going on in this review. I'm just going to read it. Okay. It's from Ambiguous Cloud. Whoa, that's cool. That's good fucking name. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know, I don't know who this is. It's so that's funny. the coolest Even part. Even the ones that are in our friends, I just assume are our friends. <laughs> but there's ones that are like but obviously there's... aren't, and yeah, you'll yeah, and you'll know true. why this one is in a second. Yeah. This one is five stars for Nick plus Marcus. Okay. <clears throat> it's a long one. Hold on. Okay. Hold, hold hold on. Okay. An unexpectedly entertaining and addictive podcast format that allows for very natural banter and thought-provoking dialogue surrounding the culture of millennial entertainment. I'm not sure how I stumbled upon these two, but I'm very glad that I did, as I have found myself trying some of the things that they share and have similarly done so with my own friends and family. The two of them make the show what it is, and their perspectives on what they enjoy and the justification they seek from sharing with the other creates a very honest portrayal of who they are as individuals and how they see the world around them. Nick was raised primarily by his mother. <laughs> Finds solace in relatable characters and enjoys their development as he recognizes similarities in his own life. This makes his choice to be an actor very natural. Marcus seems to view the world as a true spectator, enjoying what he is meant to enjoy. What may be simple and plain can be, can be enjoyed by Marcus, where for Nick, it may not be enough. All in all, great podcast. Can't wait for more. Make sure to try Mindhunters on Netflix. Great characters and cinematography. Whoa, I like, I got chills. That was Whoa. great. Someone took <laughs> someone, time out of their life to someone, write more than one sentence about something I just did. fucking. How do you say put on blast like the good way? Like they just picked us, they just like took us and put all of us in like three paragraphs. Like, I love it. All, like everything we are, everything we do. I'm so grateful. How for we that. watch things. Yeah. It's really cool because I. Sometimes we're not sure that comes across because we're kind of goofy and we get off topic a lot. Yeah. <laughs> we could rein that in, but we choose not to because this is for us primarily. Yeah. Yeah. This is to make sure we keep our friendship intact. It's to make sure weekly we are getting together. We are trying new things. And it's for fun. Like, I, I mean, I'll be honest. Fun. Like, if you're not having fun doing something, like, you shouldn't do it. You shouldn't do it. You Regardless, shouldn't you do shouldn't it. do something for the intention of becoming famous or popular or no whatever. No doubt. No, 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 no. Yeah. But, like, when you... Uh, that review was, like... That was nice. All I made it. it. It was totally worth it. Whoa, right? Just like half a year of work has been like... Someone's paying attention totally to us so it. much, he knows I was raised by my mom. <laughs> I mean, it might be because you said it like a million times, but... Yeah, but you have to like listen. Yeah, you have people to usually care. I feel like sometimes people throw that stuff away and they're just like, I just want to hear about Power Rangers. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But someone's listening. We've gotten that criticism. We've gotten people saying. We've gotten tons of that criticism. We've gotten a majority of that criticism. Most of the right criticism there. has been just like, shut up and talk shut about the thing. Shut up and talk about the thing. Oh, we still haven't even mentioned what this episode's about yet. <laughs> in prime. We're like a solid in 15 prime minutes form in. of Nick and Marcus, and now try this. We haven't talked about the thing in like 20 minutes. Okay. Amazon Prime's newest show, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, was my challenge to you, Marcus. And why was that, Nick? Because I love this show. Okay, so Give me some th this show about, like, is created by Amy Sherman Palladino and her right. husband, Dan. And How, what they, is that name again? <clears throat> Amy Sherman Palladino. Sherman? Sherman Palladino. Okay. I think it's a hyphen. Got it. I think she's... 
German. He was Palatino. Or I just, I, I just, know. you've heard you say that name a lot of times on the podcast because of Gilmore Girls. <laughs> and I was like, what words are you saying? Gilmore Girls. Yes, you're right. The creators of Gilmore Girls are these people. And I love that show so much. That's why I gave it to you as a challenge. Um, which you actually kind of enjoy. I really enjoyed yeah, Gilmore Girls. Uh, yeah. I'm sure you haven't watched more. I haven't. Well, to be fair. Because life has been hard. I haven't watched anything. Yeah. I just started watching TV like this week again. Sure. And not even going hard, just like an episode a week. Or no, something. you've been yeah, trying yeah. to get out of the house more. You've been yeah. going play. You've been. There's Doing a lot things. of reasons. Yeah. Your life is a conundrum and a riddle that we will keep it that way for the podcast. <laughs> but you haven't had time to watch stuff. But Gilmore Girls. I caught later in life, which is, we talked about it on that episode, which is weird, but I devoured it. I loved it. I loved the pacing, the structure, the dial, everything about it. <clears throat> when I heard she was coming out with a new show, I was so excited. And they did this, that cool thing that Amazon does where they release the pilot, they let people watch, see if they like it, and then they approve the show. Mm-hmm. Which honestly... Well, for, I don't know if that's cool. That's just business. That's like the, well, they usually the least don't do risky that. way of doing it. Yeah, but nobody like, does it that way. You're right. People, usually, they don't let people vote. I think the coolest part about that is that means the gatekeepers are changing, yeah. right? Because now we are the gatekeepers. Yeah. As opposed to you should be the studio, some old fucks in a room are like, that's you're a right. bad show. Don't put that on the air. Right. It's cool, and but it also works on both ways. Like, you're letting us pick what we want to watch. Yeah. But also, it's safe for Amazon. Like, what's the risk? You, 100%. you give them some money to make one pilot, and if people aren't watching it, then you don't have to make the show. Yeah, like, that's great. Because you already Smart. give people money to make a pilot. That's yeah. already happening. All they're doing is actually showing it. Um, but when this pilot came out, it's the one of the best reviewed Amazon pilots ever. After it came out, Amazon was like, "Oh shit, gave it two seasons." Wow, because two were, seasons? Yeah, because it was like obviously we have a hit. We should trust these people. They're coming from Gilmore Girls. We probably should trust them in the first place. <laughs> That's my only complaint about it. It's almost a little sexist because I feel like if Amy Schumer Palladino was a man, she would be one of those big TV people. Like people know her name, people know her work. And she would just got a show. But regardless, that's neither here nor there. <clears throat> I watched this first episode and I was like, holy shit. Her style and her form and her voice comes right out. It fits this framework of the time periodness. Um, That's why I gave it to you. Well, it's funny because watching the show, <clears throat> it said the year. And I was like, oh, that's weird. It's going to be weird to watch a, a something from the late 50s, early 60s. Mm-hmm. But then everyone started talking, and I was like, oh my god, this is perfect for the people who made Gilmore Girls. It's like, perfect. this time and place. One of the biggest complaints people have them. about Gilmore Girls is like, why does everyone talk like it's the 50s? Yeah, exactly. So just make a show in the 50s, and you're fucking set. Exactly. Yeah. That's ex- it's so hilarious. Yeah. Uh, so that's why I gave it to you. What it, what I, what, um, what did you think? <laughs> well, so, wait, how, the show, how does the show open up? The show remember. opens. I don't remember either. No. Um, you have to remember. You just I watched, watched the first I episode. Watched I watched it, like, the whole season. Literally last night. And I was like, fucking don't remember anything. Um, no, it starts off with. Uh, remember when we used Maisel to take meticulous the, notes? Yeah, right. <laughs> no, <clears throat> it started off with Maisel. Um, Midge. Midge. Is that her name? Yeah. That's her. Midge. That's what people it call starts her. off with Midge. I don't know if What Midge is her is name? <laughs> Midge Maisel. That's a bad name. It's a very Jewish fifties name. That's fair. But yeah. they're at the they're at their wedding and she's doing stand up at the wedding. Which is really weird. Yeah, it's like it's the time for speeches and she's like, I'm gonna give a speech. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm fucking hilarious. Yeah, and she does and then she I think talks that, about that, meeting her husband. That encapsulates her character so well, right? Because you right off the bat you understand she's a she's a she's a spitfire. She's a firecracker. She's yeah. she takes charge. She's She's always, like, in charge, and she's always has something to say, and she's very funny and, like, empowered woman in the 50s, right? 
Yeah, I guess so, but I don't think it encapsulated the relationship and foreshadowed. Like that, like oh, absolutely. I that There's scene. no foreshadowing. Yeah, though. no. I watched that scene and I was like, "Oh, this is great! I'm gonna watch this like badass woman yeah. like try to have a stand-up career." Yeah. Oh, that's like, what the show's about, right? Let's yeah. let's let's say that real quick. It's a girl in the late fifties. She's a housewife, and she wants to do stand-up. Yeah. That's and the show. So, that's the show. And I, so I saw her great and I was premise. like, oh, she's funny. This is great. I'm excited to see her like struggle as a woman. To, Do you like... recognize her from anything else? No, I don't. Rachel Brosnan. Anything? She was in House of Cards. I never watched She got that. an Emmy. You never watched House of Cards? No. I'm glad I don't. <laughs> uh, I guess hindsight's 2020. <laughs> Boom. Check a lock. I have nothing else to say about it. You can um, <laughs> I, I, Now I can't even talk about the show. <laughs> like, I can't even talk about House of Cards. What you just said. All right. Uh, but it's she's not, not even in any, in any scenes with him. She She's like a subplot. Uh, but she got like an Emmy nomination, I think. And like cool. a whole bunch of praise. She was like I, a yeah, prostitute or something. Is that the only thing she was in? Uh, um, well, she's like f- fresh out of NYU. She's great. It's hard because it's weird because anytime I bring her up to my friends. Yeah. You, uh, a lot of people that work in my restaurant also went to NYU. They're so like, they know her. They're like, oh, yeah, Rachel. And I'm like, what? It's really weird because... People love to do that bullshit. Like, I know a lot of people who, like, I know. had a class with a famous person, didn't talk to them at all, but yeah. act like they were best friends. Yeah, like, oh, and friends I'm like, are friends. I'm they're like, like, oh, yeah, Tommy, ugh. Yeah, I fucking, that guy. He made right? it. He well, it's, it. Yeah, it's, it's like, like fucking, stop being fucking bitter. Just watch the good show and yeah. give this girl props because she's obviously killing like, it. Stop acting like you know them and stop acting like you're friends. It's you so fu- it's very yeah. frustrating. The same thing happened to Riverdale because yeah, one of those girls went time. to NYU and everyone time mentions like, oh yeah, she was my friend. And blah blah blah. blah. I'm like, calm the fuck it, down, yeah, all right? Jesus Christ. Yeah, no, I don't. You're not, no, <laughs> and she made and you didn't. Stop being fucking bitter about it. Jesus Christ. But to be fair, nobody from our school has made it. So I don't have to deal with that right That's now. That's fair. Yeah. Well, maybe once it does, I will be like that. <laughs> once we see fucking, like, I don't know, Scooter on, like, a Hollywood movie, I'd be like, fucking damn it. He's playing the next Captain America. I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> He's a good guy. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, so um, in the beginning, it's the wedding scene, and and she's very funny and, and I was excited to see her go forward and like continue that and I thought that immediately she was like already doing stand up because she was doing stand up at her winning that is stand up oh yeah yeah but then they kind of show like fast forward and show like four years pass and she doesn't do any of that and she no. hasn't been trying straight to straight up housewife she has been living as a housewife and sort like, of like the, the ultimate perfect, perfect version of it yeah not like this weird like it felt wrong yeah like, it just felt i felt so uneasy but she was so good that. at it yeah and because, she like loved it she like reveled in it yeah she it was, was such like, a weird picture she's like painting. a great mom a yeah. great daughter a great like she's Why, just being she's, per- perfect. she's perfect yeah. She's literally perfect. And I hated that so much. I think that's the point, right? I think you're supposed to look back at that and like... Look at how disgusting it is? Yeah, I yeah. think so. But also be a little confused because she seems so happy. Yeah, and she was measuring herself and like constantly... She measured herself every day to make sure her her curves and her all her measurements stayed the same. Like she wasn't yeah. getting fat. You know, yeah. basically. And her mom Every night like before she went to her. bed, yeah. she like did her makeup... Yeah, oh my god, that drove me nuts. And then once her husband fell asleep, she went, took off all her makeup, put on her face mask, did up her hair so her curls could be done, went to sleep, put the curtain up a little bit so the sun hit her first, would wake up, go, take all the shit off, put her her fucking face and makeup back on, and her husband's like, wow, you always look so perfect, darling. 
I hated that so. That made me so angry. Yeah. I'm not even a woman. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, I was like, if but she was so happy to do it. I did it. Did that? I'd be like, no, fucking like fart in front of me. Like I need, <laughs> like I need imperfection. Like I would yeah. be like, please fart in front of me. Please. Oh like, yeah, no, I know. Show I'm, me I'm all your flaws because that's what I want to see. Well, because you fall, you don't fall in love with that. You fall in love with the imperfections, right? In yeah. real life, anyway. Like yeah. it's like, oh ha ha ha. She always does this, blah blah blah, and yeah. that's kind of why you love them, you know? Yeah. Like she never takes no for an answer, blah blah blah. You, it's always like something else. You know, yeah. it's never she's perfect. She's, she's, she's just perfect. perfect. That's boring. Yeah. yeah, no. When you like really look at it, it's it's always something else. And maybe that's maybe that's part of the reason. Jumping ahead and spoilers, obviously for the first episode. Oh, one hundred. But maybe that's part of the reason that his her she her, her husband ends up leaving her. Because let's talk about her husband real quick. Oh yeah, so her husband ends up. Her husband is a uh, is a great successful businessman. He makes a lot of money, but no. Isn't he? You find out he's not. Well, he... Sorry, sorry. But he is like... But he seems like it. He like, seems like he's got money. And he has he's, money and all that stuff. He's a worker. He's going to business. Yeah. And yeah. like, he kind of was given that. You know what I mean? His and father so, like, got him the job. Exactly. His yeah. father gave him a position where he didn't where he have could to make do money anything, and make lots of money and, and do nothing. Money. Exactly. Later on in another episode, it flashes back or, or set, it references the point and it's literally a conversation his father has with someone's like, give him a position where there's lots of power... No responsibility, and he'll make good money. Exactly. <laughs> like, literally, That's exactly he says that. what it is. Yeah. Um, but let's talk about Joel. Yeah. You just talked about how perfect Midge is. Joel's a piece of shit. <laughs> oh, my God. He is God, worthless. It's he's nothing like, to the actor. Well, it's trying, all because of the show. He's trying real hard. Well, also, he does. I mean, to make someone, to make you hate someone, they have to be good at yeah. acting, right? So, yeah, like, he's, he's doing a great job as a husband. He's doing a great job. But, um,. I just we just want to preface that because we're about to shit on him so yeah, no, fucking, fucking much. <laughs> he's the worst. So he's trying to he's working at this job, but his <clears> real <throat> passion is stand up comedy. So he goes to the club and does stand up, but he never has time to make the appointment himself. So his wife Midge always has to go in oh God, and fucking yes. like take care of business and get him a good slide. I love and all this stuff. I love that part of the show because it shows again how perfect she is, but. She loves doing it, and she literally brings, when she knows she's going to be too late, she literally prepares a pot roast to bring in and give to the guy to be like, listen, I know there's no spots left, but I got this real nice pot roast. <laughs> Don't you want to give my husband a real good spot? Yeah. Let's do it. It's, 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 I love that. I yeah. love it so much. Ultimate housewife, ultimate And is partner. that where we meet Alex Bornstein for the first time? Who's that? Susie. Is that? The sh- what? Who is that? Susie, the 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 short. Yeah, the lady from Mad TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. Yeah, yeah. That's where we meet her. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Oh my god. <laughs> you know what's what's great about her is nice fun fact about Gilmore Girls. I was gonna say she seems perfect for Gilmore Girls in this type of show. She was cast, signed on, and ready to play Suki. Yeah, and she was going to. That makes sense. But Mad TV wouldn't let her go from her contract. So she got replaced by with Melissa well, I mean, McCarthy. that ended up working out for her in the end because of how sexual, successful Mad TV was. Oh. That's a shame. It's a shame. And the it's also... silent for Mad like, TV. Alex Bornstein also shows up a little bit in Grimmel Girls has some guest spots. But also, nice, interesting fact, uh, Suki's husband in the show. Mm-hmm. Suki. Was it Suki or Suki? I don't know. You the one who watched it? It was a long time ago. I haven't watched it since. I was just thinking to myself, maybe Obviously, I should rewatch uh, Gilmore give Girls. Give me your fucking Gilmore Girls fan card, dude. Oh my dude. god, I hate you so much. You're the one with the Suki fucking Funko Pop. <laughs> you should know. Um, her husband in the show is Alex Bornstein's real life husband. Oh, cool. Yeah. 
At least at the time. I assume they're still married. I didn't. I don't know. It's not something I check up on. <laughs> is this person still married to this person? You don't check up on that? I anyway, we meet, we meet her, and she is fucking amazing. She is a delight. I'm so excited for her. I hope she gets, like, an Emmy win for this because she, she is, is great. I, I like and her she gets lot. better and better. She's tough, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Smart, sassy. No shit. Yeah, and funny. so... So and funny. So, uh, Midge watches her husband's act. Mm-hmm. And then is taking notes on like very detailed notes on like who's laughing, when they're laughing. This One laugh, yeah. One long laugh, two laughs. Exactly. And then her husband goes is done with the set, goes uh, on the car ride home. She reports back to him, and like that's so loving and so caring and so like it shows how much she loves and cares about him and yeah. his fucking hobby. Like he's making money he doesn't have to do this he's just doing this kind of for fun and she's like yeah. so gung-ho about supporting him and he's like he says it's his dream and you know what he wants to do but he's one you can tell he's just one of those people that it's you call it a we call it a hobby because we know he's well we know he's not good at it yeah but it's because you can tell he's just not putting the time and effort and the passion really into it to really do it you know yeah for sure and then it's revealed that he's actually stealing someone's stand-up set like it comes on the tv and she's like oh my god this guy stole your set and he's like eh, actually i stole it from him everyone does it and she's like what yeah and she's she like freaks out because she's been putting so much and at that moment i was like this guy i mean i already knew he was shitty because of how much work she's putting into it and, and you he's can tell not. even like slouch a little bit like eh, like yeah. new york about it eh. and then it's just so shitty because you see her kind of like be destroyed a little bit on the inside because mm. she's been working her ass off trying to help him achieve his dream and putting her own fucking goals and dreams aside. Uh, to, um, to let him be a stand-up? Yeah, to let him fucking do stand-up. Speaking of stand-up, mm-hmm. I want to pause on our uh, on our uh, discussion of uh, the show about stand-up. I was looking through... I, I went into my notes yep. to write a game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll play the game in a minute. But as I was going, I found a note from may of last year uh-huh. called stand up and it, it, i'm gonna do it real quick for you oh god this is my uh one note on uh stand up you ready here my note here my here oh, my uh, stand up routine we're gonna hear nick stand up you ready <clears throat> you, you gotta you gotta laugh and applaud you gotta you gotta work i have up. to yeah <laughs> I don't know if I don't know right, if you fine, start fine. off your stand up right. bits with guys right. you have to fucking laugh and applaud or else. No, that's always how they do it. Oh, is that how you have do you, it? You've never been to a stand up show, obviously. I went to your stand up show. You didn't get to my stand up show. <laughs> I just stand up once and Marcus went to it. Marcus is a good friend. Uh you ready? Yep. <laughs> it's so bad. Okay, you ready? Yeah. I I'm also pretty sure I'm not supposed to prepare you, I'm supposed to prepare myself. <laughs> Ever been between a rock and a hard place? <laughs> Who is that the joke? That's the setup. For what? Tell the rest of the joke. I, I, I'm intrigued. Like wondering whether this girl doesn't like you or wants nothing to do with you. Wait, no, I think I did that wrong. Hold on. That was funny. Hold on. Like wondering whether this girl doesn't like you or doesn't want anything to do with you. That's how you're supposed to set up. You're supposed to be like, okay, okay. We're going. We're going. We're having fun. Okay. <clears throat> okay. That was a re- that was a joke to relate to all the losers in the audience. And all the losers clap, right? Yeah, okay. Because uh, I obviously get tons of women. Tons. Lots. Large quantities. Please don't ask me for proof. <laughs> I'm having a blast. You're not laughing, but this is great. 
I don't think it's that women don't like me. I think it's just the opposite. They like me too much. One time, true story, I was chasing after this girl for months, and she said to me, Why would I date you, Nick? When I'm just going to get married to you later. (laughs) Fun fact, she's now in a 10-year relationship. (laughs) Very excited of, of the thought of seeing my future wife... Showing off an engagement ring. This is sad. <laughs> this is so fucking sad. I'm not gonna go and say nice guys finish last or use a fr- phrase like friend zone, because when it comes right down to it, I know what the real problem is. About thirty extra pounds in a fucked up relationship with my mother. <laughs> <sighs> that's it. That's the whole note. Nick's confessions. Welcome to Nick's Confessions. This is the part of the podcast where Nick tells us really sad shit about his life. Nick's no, that was supposed to be stand-up. Is that like a stand-up? Nick's Confessions. I'm obviously just trying to say that I know a thing or two about stand-up. Obviously. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> sorry about what? I'm real sad for you. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know it's bad. That's the joke. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> You do some stand up. Go ahead, Mister. Go on the spot. She does it, which we'll talk about soon. Well, that's because she's fucking great. Well, she doesn't start off. I mean, like, also she's a character with pre-written dialogue. I don't know if you know how TV shows work, Nick. But see, that's funny. Keep going. <laughs> no. Hey guys, what about peanuts? Everyone likes them. Except for me. They remind me of a little tiny bald man. I don't want to put him in my mouth. If I wanted to do that, I'd go to your house. Bald man. Boom. It's bald man in the audience. He's a plant. It's you with a bald wig. Um, I like how both our setups <laughs> team involve explaining the jokes. <laughs> uh, we suck. You know hey, what's man, funny? Mine was improv. That's not, that's that, that's not right improv. Here. That's not a real note. I stole that from one of Patton Oswald's mm-hmm. stand-ups. Yeah? No. Oh, everyone does steal it. See? No, I didn't steal it. That was mine. <laughs> well, <I> was so <laughs> bad. <laughs> if I, I thought about trying to find another ones and passing it off as my own. Yeah. Like, as the joke. Yeah. But that took prep, and I didn't do that. <laughs> so. Okay. I'm doing a way more fun thing. Let's play a game. <laughs> Nick's confession. No, that's not the game. Okay, game song. It's time to play a game, play a game, play a game. It's time to play a game to fill time for the podcast. All right, guys, this is cut. This it just oh, fuck. I almost re-listened to the Gilmore Girls podcast to re to remember what I called the game. Yeah, because it's the same game as that one. <laughs> because I figured Gilmore Girls, the same yeah. creator. Let's do the same game. Yeah, you only watched the first episode. Let's. Remember what I called the game? No. All right. You remember the premise of the game? Yeah, predictions about like what's going to happen in yes. future episodes. So, is this is this made up or does it happen later in the season? Okay, are you ready? Yeah, I guess a little spoilery, but actually not that much. Sure, because most of Marvel's Mrs. Maisel is about the ride. Hmm. Maybe we should wait for the siren. Not to the destination. It's the Poe. No, no, no po. we're waiting for the siren. Poe, Poe. It's the Poe, Poe. Oh, that, that was the ambulance. Oh, please. It's the ambulance. It's the ambulance. Someone's <laughs> dying in the streets. EMT. EMT coming at you live. Oh, you know I got to feel that vibe. It's a fire oh, truck. Fire truck. Fire truck. Fire somewhere. Put it out. He's driving to California from New York. Word. Yeah. 
This is called Did It Happen? <laughs> Good title. <clears throat> Number one. Oh, um, you have to get eight right. That's a majority. That's 15. Great. Mitch finds a new husband and has another wedding by the end of the first season. Mm, I hope that. So I'm going to say no. Ding, ding, ding. You're right. Yeah. I made that one up. That was good, though. Number two. Mm-hmm. She gets pregnant again from her husband. That could totally happen. I'll say yeah. That'd be interesting. Uh, oh, man. Wrong. I'd watch that. You got to keep track of your points. So you have okay, one. I got one point. Number three. <laughs> Number three. Midge gets a job at a department store. That sounds right. Yeah. Selling perfumes or something. You sure that's... You're yeah. Because yeah, 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 yeah. it sounds right? Yeah, it sounds right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. She sells makeup. Yeah, nice. <laughs> Number four. She explores her sexuality with Susie. Hmm. <laughs> what was that? Hmm. Explain Susie? your hmm. Who's Susie? Fuck it. Mad TV girl. Oh. The other main character of the show. Explores her sexuality. Like, mentally or just like... I'm not going to quantify my... Did she have sex with her husband? Oh, yeah, I guess twice to have two kids. But they didn't fuck when... Hmm. Hmm. I'm going to say no. I just said explore. I didn't say fuck. I'm going to say no. You're right. I made that up. Yeah. I think it would make for compelling storytelling. It would. There's definitely a little tension there. I don't know if it's sexual. Uh, Number five. She loses one of her children. Literally. Just loses them. They don't die. She just misplaces them. Mm -hmm. That sounds about right. She's struggling in life. My mom has lost me much times. I made it up. But (laughs) it seems like it because you know how much you saw the kids in the first episode? Yeah. That's how much we see the kids the whole season. Oh, that sucks. It's weird. Yeah. Like, it just kind of like, we don't want to deal with this. Yeah, from a writing perspective, it's like, I fucking, I wrote kids. I wrote that she has kids because it's important to her character, but, but not important I totally, enough to show the kids Yeah, I ever. totally shit it up. You yeah. can tell they were like, shit, this would have been way easier if she didn't have kids. Yeah. Like she was going to have kids eventually. Yeah. Damn. Um, <clears throat> her father quits his job. Oh, we haven't even talked about his father yet. Fucking, what's his name? Marlon Monk the monk yeah whatever her father quits his job as a teacher for a job didn't even know he was a teacher with a science conglomerate making things a la the Manhattan Project I'm gonna say no that's true it is true Mm -hmm. so I got that wrong damn (laughs) fuck Uh, how many points do you have two three Mm, you got two no I haven't I'm counting on my hand I have three I'm looking at them, and you only got two. Let me see. No, I got this explore sexuality right. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> got three points, baby. You ready? Yeah. Joel, we find out, actually didn't want to be a comic. He wants to design toys for a living. That's... No. That's not true. You can't actually want something that you've been trying so hard to do. Maybe he discovers later, but in terms of wording, you like that's impossible. You're right. Yeah. Also, you kind of find out this is kind of what he already does for his job. What? He doesn't design the toys, but he works for like a toy company. Oh, really? Yeah. I know. This isn't the first time Midge gets arrested. 
Oh, I, uh, uh, yeah, totally. She's going to get arrested again. That sounds about right. You're right. She could finish yeah. like three times. Woohoo! Five points for me. Midge. Yeah. With nowhere to go, eventually moves into a boarding house for single women. Ooh, that that sounds like something the show would do. Like, totally be like, look at how shitty, like, things were for women. That's like the whole premise of the show. Right? And like, look what they had to put up with. It You're talking to me like I can give an opinion, but I Six. can't. I got six points now because I'm going to say, yes, that totally happens. I made it up. God damn it, Nick. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, five points. (laughs) Joel ends up in jail for drunkenly trying to assault another woman. Uh, I hope not. So I'm going to say no. Here, I made that up. Yeah. Rose, Mm -hmm. Midge's mother, ends up moving to France because she can't deal with the shame of having a divorced daughter. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That sounds fucking hilarious. <laughs> and I want to say yes. I'm glad you think it's hilarious because I made it up. I'm funny. Okay. Hilarious Nick. You pew, made pew, up pew. like everything on this. Huh? I think you made up all of them. <laughs> Pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> Number 12. Yeah. They get divorced. Who? Midge and Joel. Sure. Yeah. No, I made that up too. Really? <laughs> yeah. Why? Because they don't get divorced. You don't know. But not by the end of the first season. Mm, but second season hasn't come out yet. That's not how this game works. I don't know. I don't know, Nick. I don't know. You're throwing out things that could happen in the next seasons. I swear to God. These are all predictions. What if all these things happen? You could be right. Oh, my God. If all these things happen, yeah. even the like the sexuality is going to happen. I need to call. Amy should be like, listen, give me on the third season. Like, you <laughs> me, we, we got this. We are. Um, how many points do you have? Five? Six. Ooh. Thirteen. Midge almost loses her career because she insults another female comic. Now you, you're like oh, confused because you don't know if I'm ducking or dodging or going in or going what, out. I'm going to say no. You made it up. It's true. Fuck! <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> this female comic like tells her like all the things she should what do. What the fuck is a Puritan she- meat market? Marcus just read something on a keychain in a key next to a door that we don't know in the basement. We, we record in our basement. It's creepy down here. Puritan meat market? That's what it says on the it's keychain. A, it's meat by pure... It's, it's, um, 14. <laughs> you have to get both of these right to win. Oh, my God. You ready? Uh, no. 14. Midge uh-huh. ends up getting a spot on The Tonight Show, which skyrockets her career. No. That doesn't happen. That was so quick. Yeah. You're right. Yeah! That's completely plausible. Why'd you... That was not... No, of all all of them, that was your weakest line. (laughs) Shut up! No, it (laughs) wasn't! God damn it. (sighs) Number 15. Yeah. Ooh, all comes down to the last question. Fuck, dude. And it's a hard one. Oh, come on. Midge's parents get divorced. So Rose and Midge get an apartment drawing a parallel... To Gilmore Girls. No, because it's too much like Gilmore Girls. That's my final answer. I hope it's... Because then it's just repeating what you did last time. You're right! You win the game! Yes! Barely! I won it in the most exciting way possible, and that was not staged. Well, now this... Oh, shit. I left your prize upstairs. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, Oh, pause. Feel for time. 
I'm feeling for time. I'm feeling for time. I'm feeling for time. I'm feeling for time. Honestly, I thought you would lose. That's why I didn't get it. I'm feeling for time. I'm feeling for time. I'm feeling for time. I'm feeling for time. Just like Nick wants me to. All right. In conjunction with the theme, I ran. Feeling. Giving. You can stop feeling every time I'm back. I'm seeing it low and quiet underneath you. Uh, <clears throat> to, uh. Fuck, I'm tired now. To. Uh, because you gave me this as a challenge before. Uh-huh. And you were so spot on. And it ended up being my favorite thing in the world. Yeah. You now receive. Tuxedo Steven! Oh, what even is that? That's so cool. Right? Yeah. It is, for those of you who can't see, because this is a podcast. <laughs> it is a 4.5 inch Titan figurine, exclusive Tuxedo Steven universe. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Oh, that's the price on it. Hold on. Gotta take off that price, boy. Gotta take it off. Well, I'll, I'll leave the 99 cents. You just know what ended in 99 cents. <laughs> Oh, this is awesome! San Diego Comic Con exclusive Titan of Steven Universe. Here, it's take amazing. a picture with you and your Steven. Boom. I give the gift, best gifts. That's great. Thank you. The best gifts. Honestly, I've had that prize for like the last two or three games. You just haven't won one. And honestly, <laughs> I didn't think you were going to win this one. Yeah. It was hard, but you won. I won because I'm a fucking ahead. champion, dude. You pulled it ahead. Fucking champion. Well, I mean, you got like... 55% right, so... Yeah, fucking champion. That's not... Bare minimum, dude. <laughs> you think I was shooting for A's in school? Shooting for passing. C-minus. Shooting for passing. All the way. It. Okay, so... Bare minimum. That's a great superhero. Bare minimum. I... <laughs> yes, I, I saved the day. I saved the day, but barely. <laughs> it's like it's like he shows up outside of a bank that's being robbed, and he like trips the robbers, and he's like, I did it. I saved the day. Yeah, but all those people died. But they didn't get away with the money. They, they murdered all the hostages. Sent the, sent the videos of the murders to their families. But I stopped them from doing it again. Bare minimum. <laughs> uh, back to the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Yeah. <clears throat> Where do we leave off? I forgot. I interrupted us with like six Joel. six bits. I know. There was like a bits on bits on bits. <laughs> Bits on bits on bits. Oh, now you're doing another one. Bits on bits on bits. <laughs> Not another one. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I think we left off talking about Joel and his uh, career. We just like found out, Mitch found out about Joel's crappy... That he was repeating stand-up. S- yeah. Stand-up repeating. Yeah. And then, so then... Uh, when did we meet the parents? Right then? Earlier? We met them earlier. We didn't talk about because them. Because she went... She... After the first night oh, of met, stand-up, before she finds out that he... Um, Stealing, stealing another bit. Yeah, she goes and visits her parents to pick up her kids or something. The um, cast of the show is really good. The uh, mom and dad are played by Marin Hinkle and Tony Shalhoub, respectively, and they are pretty great. I think one of my favorite things about the show is just how Jewish it is. <laughs> Ever since Nick's performance in Fiddler on the Roof, <laughs> he thinks he's Jewish. Can I be honest? Yeah. You're not wrong. I relate so much to Jewish culture, <laughs> which is I was having a conversation with a girl at work. Her name's Nick. Ruby. Yeah. Very good girl. Yeah, very, very good girl. <laughs> she um, uh, 
she was talking I was talking to her about TV shows and she was talking about how she loved uh, Transparent because it's one of the only shows that shows like modern day um, Jewish family and I was talking about this show and I was like and I was trying to explain why I loved it so much yeah why watching Jewish family like was so satisfying to me mm-hmm. and I, I think it's because while the specifics don't relate the sense of family in a Jewish family is similar to a Puerto Rican sense of family, at least, like, at its extremes, mm-hmm. right? Like, the always in each other's business, the uh, the big family dinners, the traditions, that you gotta meet this time, you gotta do yeah. this, the setting people up, the all that stuff. I, I don't know why, but I relate to it, like, a lot. I ain't Jewish. I didn't grow up Jewish. Yeah. Um, Fiddler on the Roof is my favorite movie. <laughs> why i don't know but maybe maybe i was jewish in another life like maybe reincarnation is real and i was jewish yeah sure scientology uh, uh, bro wow that's you just shed on <laughs> everyone that you just somehow shed on judaism <laughs> buddhism no i get what you're saying in terms of i just i just i just don't i don't know why you added the reincarnation thing that's weird whatever well do you disagree do you think what do you think? Were you able to relate to like the family I, aspect I, of this? I feel like I, I do watch. I, this feels very similar to Gilmore Girls, and I don't know if they were Jewish in Gilmore Girls or not, too. No, but I don't think it so. Felt the same, like in terms, of, it felt like they they might as well have been Jewish. Which but there was weird. a mom and a dad, and the, the daughter, and those. Fa- it was it's yeah, different. No. No? It's very different. You're right. Oh. It, no, the show overall feels very different to Gilmore Girls. But you are but right. The, the vibe, family is and a the big, family is, feels similar. Yeah, yeah. It's like the disapproving mother important. who's like, "You're not playing around. You're not doing this right. You're not doing that right." Uh-huh. And then the father who's like, "I don't know what's going on. I oh, have my own thing." I think I understand what you mean. But, but this would be like Lorelai. Before the kid. Yeah. Like, bef- sure. when the kid was young. Like yeah, before, yeah, yeah. And, and she didn't leave the husband. She, oh, yeah. well, you know how in Gilmore Girls, it's like she didn't marry the husband. She left. Yeah. This is if she married him. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I can totally see that. Something like that. But, the, but at least either. the family dynamic is the same. Maybe well, not I'm the just, characters. I'm not even talking about that. I'm just talking about, like, do you do you, uh, do you relate at all to this this kind of family? No. Because we didn't... We had... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to say, though? Because we both didn't have, like, the best childhoods. Yeah. To say the least, with mm-hmm. giving the minimum information, because this ambiguous cloud is going to take and write an essay on us. <laughs> um, the, <laughs> the, He's going to write a thesis on, like, two podcasters <laughs> that changed the, my life. <laughs> the ability to... Oh, gosh, it's so hard to explain because it's more mostly a feeling for me. I, like I didn't have this family, I didn't yeah. have this these traditions, but, is it but like, I wanted it. Okay, I was just say, is it something that you wanted? Yeah, I feel like I, I wish I had a uh, no nonsense dad that said barely anything. I wish I had yeah. a two into my life mom that like yeah shrieked and shrilled about this and that. I wish I had family gatherings and big weddings and big. Uh, but misfuzz and all this stuff, yeah. but I didn't. For me, maybe I, that's what it I, is. I feel like I lean towards the family shows that are like sitcom-y kind of stuff. I, I but it, it's the same kind of vibe. Like I'm like, oh, mm. I kind of wish my family were like this. I wish I had like, oh, the crazy uncle. So you wish your family was like stuff. everyone loves Raymond, and I wish my family was Jewish. I was. Gonna, I feel like I wish my family was more like Family Matters, and you wish your, your family was Jewish. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's the take- that. No, that's the takeaway. I think the dynamic is nice. That's the takeaway. Okay. Family matters. Great. 
<laughs> great. Awesome. Maybe Full House. I just wanted to mention the mom and dad, though, because they're very, very great yeah. at what they're doing, and they continue to do great in the show. Yeah. Um, no, they are great. They're, they're great actors. They're, they're bringing a lot to the table. And so... I definitely want to see more of their, that dynamic. So, Mitch finds out mm-hmm. about the stand-up. Yes. She's obviously hurt. And then... He does stand up again. Mm-hmm. And invites their friends. And he bombs. Because all he can think about in his head is how much he sucks. Yeah. <laughs> because he stole his routine, right? <clears throat> yeah. What, got... What'd you get from that? I love the bombing scene there. I love I bombing. love that he bombed. And I, it's so funny because she's like, hey, you should try like a joke. Why don't you make a joke about the holes in your sweaters? Yeah. And he fucking can't. Like he's, he goes and he just says, well, because he just she, says she just says something That's and it's funny joke. And, yeah, she, yeah, yeah. and she's just hilarious <clears throat> yeah. in and of herself. And also in context that matters too. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. he's like, and, oh, well, it holes in my sweater. But he's <laughs> fucking just repeating something that his wife said. Yeah. And then he fails. That fails. The punchline part of it. And then he like goes back and tries to do stand up again. Yeah. And he goes back, falls back into the safety of his own copy routine right routine but he, he does stole. it horribly this time and he does it horribly and no one likes him no he one bombs completely bombs and he, that is so great that is great because like stand-up is hard and and doing art in any form doing yeah. doing anything where you're putting stuff out there is terribly hard and so the people who just copy that you're 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 shaming the whole thing the like, best you're part shitting of- on everyone else who's trying also yeah the best part about the show, I think, going forward is it's so much about the process, too. Like, it's about her life and about everything that's going on. But it really try- goes through, like, what it takes to, to to make a stand-up routine. Do you have to bomb? You have to try. You have to adjust every night the same joke over and over again, getting it yeah. perfect. Um, and it really goes through all that in the whole show. It's really cool. Um, so then they have a big fight, right? Mm-hmm. And you find out that Joel's an asshole because... Yeah, so he leaves or doesn't he leave after yeah he well at first he admits he's having an affair yes with well, penny he's, he starts leaving she's like what are you doing we have to work on the marriage you yeah. shouldn't leave me blah blah and then he's like you know what I'm, I'm just gonna let it all come out i'm having an affair with my secretary penny and that's so penny typical Pam. of like that type of person yeah. like that type of person can't have someone be their their spouse be better than them. Oh something. yeah, they need to be with. And there's a lot of guys out there like they that. They need to be better. They need to be better than the person they're mm-hmm. with. And um, the moment the person worth gets better than them, they leave. Well, um, it's so crazy because you find out all this time she's been so perfect. Yeah. All I could think about was how much I want Rachel Bronson in real life because she is killing it at being perfect. At, she's, she's too perfect. She's spontaneous. She's funny. <laughs> she's she fucking does everything and anything you would ever yeah. want she takes care of the whole, she just everything and loves doing all of it so this happens about 35 but he's been having an affair the whole time yeah yeah this reveal happens about 35 minutes into the show uh-huh. and until this point i was i was getting mad like i checked the time twice uh, how long the episode was oh were you worried like this was gonna be the whole show like housewives? yeah i was like i fucking well not that it was like gonna real be housewives, housewives of the 50s because i read the premise <laughs> yeah. right and it was like oh she tries to have her stand-up career but something throws her life away and oh, i was you, like did you think that would be it like yeah she, she and she ends up picking the perfect life oh i thought he was gonna die too so this whole time i was like he sucks but i hope I, I, like at least he's gonna die oh like, i wish he that's what i was kind of hoping for i was like her husband's gonna die or he's gonna commit suicide because he bombed like Whoa, i was like holy shit <laughs> i was like if he doesn't fucking 
you can never you can never make the game did it happen with me because it'd be like this reasonable thing happened or everybody died in a murderous death which one's real nick (laughs) which one happened uh (laughs) well it's funny because i just like was like something needs to happen because this show's fucking boring like she's too perfect he sucks and I don't want to watch this anymore. Like I can't watch the show. I can't watch this relationship. Anymore. I'm glad. I'm glad though because that means the show is doing its job. Yeah. It was yeah. yeah. And, that, and I get that it had to build up those 35 minutes to of take it the down. First episode, to take it all down so that way she can lose everything. Yeah. I get that. But it was fucking boring. 35 minutes to watch. You think so? <laughs> I think so. And also, especially seeing that's her, like, fair. I really like the time period stuff, though. Yeah, know? but just the time wasn't the matter. But it was like her in the beginning of being like, you shouldn't have started off with that. Like her being funnier than her husband, and her being like this, this sort of like big personality. Oh, and you think women should be weak? Showing... That, yeah, that's how it starts. No, 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 I'm stop, stop, stop. stop. And then showing that like. During that time frame, she did nothing. Like she was, she not, she did not continue to be that person. She didn't like have her own hopes and dreams. Like I get that maybe that's kind of the point of it, but like she put it all to the side to be. A she put it mom all to the side to be a mom and a wife and all that stuff. And so I kind of get that, but maybe I would like to see more of that in the beginning. Huh. Some something where she's like shows that she's sort of unhappy doing it because she seems perfectly happy. I think. Oh, you might not like the rest of the show because I think that's the biggest crusk, crusp, crusk, crisp, crispy. Crisp. That's the biggest crisp of the show. Is during the whole time when she wants to be a stand-up, when she, this is all going on, she goes yeah. through it, she fails, and she tries to succeed. She misses her life. That's oh, really? I think the saddest part about the show because she was happy. She wasn't putting out a front. She wasn't dealing with her husband. Yeah. She really liked being a wife and a mom, which is super sad. But it's also, I think, like a great mirror on these kind of situations where we look back and it's like, oh my god, all the things these women had to go through. But you also got to assume a lot of them were, were happy. Like some of them were like completely content with doing that, which is nuts. Until until they get their eyes opened up to what's in the rest of the world. Like eventually, yeah. she develops this other dream to be yeah. stand up. Um, but before it's like ignorance is bliss, you know, it's that thing. For like, sure. it's, yeah. and it's, I think it's a super good take on it because, uh, cause she's so happy. Um, yeah, I, I get that. And I, I definitely am excited to see how she grows and if she grows yeah. and I really fucking hope she does. Cause, yeah. I, because there's a lot of times, a lot of things going on in the sixties too, right? Like there's so many social and it starts and to hand like at that, that in the first season. I think it's really going to come in the second, <clears throat> Yeah, but like her eyes are being opened up to uh, to women rights and civil rights and, exactly, and yeah. all these things going and so on. I want to see how that plays someone's mentioned Jim Crow and she's like what? yeah because this whole thing could definitely <laughs> what's that? judging only by the first episode mm-hmm. this whole thing can totally exist in like a, a white bubble of like hey these are our and only... there's a lot of white yeah and it, was, it could be definitely like hey we're only going to do with this one specific kind of thing even mm-hmm. though during this time it's all, like a big movement for I do want to say um, this one thing that happens it's yeah. not a spoiler okay go but ahead it, I thought it was real funny. There was this one moment where she's she's trying to stand up, and it's it's a moment that makes you learn the lesson that you should write ahead of time. Because she's mm-hmm. like, "No, I'll just go up there and wing it." Uh, and she goes up there and she starts telling funny stories from work, but they're stupid stories from work because she works at a goddamn department store. Yeah. And then she mentions this one thing. She's like, um, and she says something to the effect of, uh, "Patty, uh, she works. She deals with our Negro clients." Because, you know, she deals with the Negro kinds. 
And someone in the audience is like, I get it, she's black. Or, uh, no, I get it, she's Negro. And she's like, well, yeah. And then everyone's like, oh. And she's like, doesn't understand what she did wrong. Yeah. You know? And I think a lot of the show is about opening up her eyes to everything she doesn't know. Yeah. Um. Okay, so then they break up. Or, well, no, they don't break up. Joel leaves her. Mm-hmm. She's devastated. Ends up at on the subway. She's drunk. And then she ends up at the Gaslight. The comedy club. Talk me through that. Because that's like the whole... Well, she walks... And it all leads up to this. So she walks in and then she just stumbles on stage. Is <laughs> criticizing the this, this thing. And yeah. people are watching her. And they're like, uh... We can't hear you talking to the microphone. She's like, like totally oblivious to the fact that there's people around her. She's and then very she drunk. goes and she just like performs stand up drunkenly and like is fucking hilarious and kills it. But it's also not out of nowhere. You know what I mean? Like it's, they see, set up she's been funny. This they whole set time. up that she's been a very funny person. She's, and she's been, been studying stand up and she understands. She's quirky what it means. and yeah. interesting and like she's been watching her husband do stand up, watching a bunch of other people do stand up. Yeah. And so she she understands it yeah. better than her husband ever did. And, like, instinctually. Yeah, and so she goes up there and she fucking kills it. And it was it was a cool scene to watch. And I'm definitely, it like, that, once this whole thing happened, after the 35 minutes, I was yeah. like, oh, I'm excited to see, I'm excited to see her grow. I'm excited to see her explore who she is uh-huh. and, like, explore this whole stand-up thing. Because it's, like, rare that you see a show about a stand-up person. Most comedy shows aren't about a stand-up person. It's just about, like, a funny group of friends who, like, the premise of a majority of shows, a funny group of friends does this thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's why maybe you have so many young people who are like, I'm just going to record me and my friends. It's going to be great, you know? You just described us. You just described what we're doing right now. No, we're talking. No, we're about... literally. This is literally what's yeah, happening. Yeah, well, it, it's fine. You're right. No, no, no. You're right. We're, 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 we're we're digesting millennial cinema <laughs> and television. <laughs> it's... I love that. We're totally gonna like fucking give them give them some money. Dude, once if I ever set up our website, I don't know if I ever will. But if I ever set up our website, <laughs> that is going like on the side. Yeah, and because and the whole review, <laughs> biggest clouds review. I yes, it. it's great. Um. Uh, but yeah, so so that moment, that scene where of her fucking killing it with the stand up, like so good, so good, so funny, and like got me hooked enough to watch the next couple episodes, um, which I did not. But so I you're to. saying you like the show? I did like the show. You're also saying you would recommend the show, and I would definitely recommend the show. I'm interested to see where it goes. I, I will say and this. And you're going to say you're going to keep watching the show. I'm going to keep show. watching the show. Boom, boom, boom. Poor Nick. But I'm going to say this. I don't think that... Like, I think that if it doesn't deal with the other issues in the world, and if it stays in this bubble, which it, I think it totally could easily do, uh, then I'm not going to continue. Then I, like, will stop watching after a season if within the season they don't deal with shit. I'm not going to say one way or the other. Good. Great. Cool. All right, that's the marvelous Mrs. Maisel reviewed by Nick and Marcus because we liked it and loved it. I loved it. He liked it. Yeah. And we will. Uh, now what, it's your what challenge. Are we to do from here, your challenge, Nick. I got to give you your challenge. Oh wait, what? Listen, uh-huh. I think stop. <laughs> collaborate. I think we mm-hmm. should reward good behavior. <laughs> well, uh, is okay. As in. We loved Ambiguous Cloud's review so much, uh-huh. and it has done so much for us, that I think we should pause real quick okay, and do his challenge next week. 
Have you seen Mindhunters? I have not seen Mindhunters. Neither have I. I've been wanting to. Me too. Oh my god. And he gave us the review. Ambiguous Cloud! Our first fucking suggestion. This has been the plan since the start of the show, but no one, it hasn't grabbed us good enough, but this guy has grabbed us. We're going to do Mindhunters next week. I'm excited. Now try this. Fan edition. Fan edition. Fan fan. Now I feel protected for calling him a fan. Comment suggestion. (laughs) Guys, if you think... Well, no. Now try this. Suggestions. That's too easy. Suggestion. We'll workshop it. (laughs) We'll we'll do better. Uh, By workshop it, you mean we'll continue to make it up each time. I feel like to one sticks. Why? Why are you lifting the veil on our process? I'm fourth wall breaker, baby. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for commenting and subscribing on iTunes. You can tweet at us at now. Try this cast. Follow us on Instagram. Uh, let us know your thoughts on what we're doing, what we're doing wrong, uh, or what we're doing right. You can say what we're doing. That part too. You can say what we're doing wrong too. They just it just has to be five stars yeah, to not guys, mess up remember, the algorithm. You can say the meanest shit you want, but as long as you leave five stars. Guys, if you're a fan of this podcast and you listen to it, wouldn't it be? This is not for us. This is for you. <laughs> wouldn't it be so cool for you to listen to to have found the podcast that ends up being on the front page of iTunes? Come on, wouldn't that be? That's the goal. Front page, right there, right when you open it, it's like new, a new and upcoming podcast that have been going on for half a year. <laughs> now try this, Nick and Marcus, and you guys could have been like, we did that, we did that. It's true. If you listen to this podcast and you haven't reviewed us, please leave us a review five stars, iTunes, uh, tweet at us. Uh, and now I'm repeating myself. Is there anything else you'd like to say? I'd like to say that I love you all. Thank you. For making it this far, I'm, I'm, I can't listen to myself talk for an hour. Legit. So thank you for listening to us talk for an hour. Oh, this is true. Marcus usually trails off in real conversation. I get bored editing the podcast. No, I'm, I'm cut that part out. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, thank you so much. We'll see you next week. This has been now. Try this, Nick and Marcus. Signing off. We need a sign off. Okay. Scrappy Jumpers. We should sign off with an ad. You you got my email about the sponsor, right? Yeah. Yeah, so read the and sponsorship. I think you should read it. Because <laughs> you would be better at it. <laughs> do you literally say yes and? <laughs> Alright, no, no, I'll do it. I'll, 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 hold on, let me open the email. <laughs> let me open the email. <laughs> All right, here it is, guys. This this episode is brought to you by Chicken Cutlet. Chicken Cutlet is your way to eat chicken but not be healthy. You put the bread on there, and it's parts of crumbs, and it goes in a fryer of some kind of oil. You Maybe it's canola. To. Maybe you it's olive. Cook it that way. Chicken, chicken cutlet. Just, you can not I, bread them. You can just grill them. Or bro, yeah. I only know how our restaurant works, and when we make chicken cutlet, it's fried. <laughs> Yeah, usually it's bread. So can I finish <laughs> the ad spot? Okay, sorry. Sorry, Chicken Cutlet. You can deduct $100 from my uh, pay. Fuck! That's all we were getting! <laughs> uh, episode brought to you by Chicken Cutlet. Goodbye.